Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Ken Shreve, and we have a breakdown of the market action for Wednesday, March 15th. And Ken, we had uh, plunging yields again today and sellers hitting stocks. So uh, it was a bit of a wild, volatile day as well. Yeah, another kind of roller coaster day for the uh, for the stock market. Uh, Nasdaq Composite actually eked out a very small gain by the close and a nice day of outperformance for the Nasdaq uh, 100. But uh, financial stocks are still under pressure. Um, with the outperformance of large cap tech, let's take a look at uh, Advanced Micro Devices (AMD). Also, want to take a look at uh, Dow Component uh, Salesforce (CRM) and uh, finish up by talking about uh, Duolingo, which operates a, a language uh, platform. Uh, showing strength in this uh, very uncertain market. We begin. Yes, tech definitely a bright spot right now. So we will get to that. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. As Ken mentioned, the Nasdaq eking out a slight gain of about five points today, closing at eleven thousand four hundred thirty-four and change. On the downside, though, hit the hardest was the Russell two thousand. So small caps with that financial exposure. Still taking a beating. So uh, the Russell 2000 down 2.1%. Uh, Here is the IWM ETF. So down off lows a little bit. Also, the Dow today down nine tenths of a percent off its lows as well. And the SP 500 finishing down seven tenths of a percent. So off lows, but I think a good look would be to take a peek at the intraday chart here, Ken, gap down at the open, sliding lower, coming up near break even, down again, surging higher, and uh, a pretty strong finish here, it looks like, especially you know, for QQQ here. It seems like uh, volatility is still reigning supreme at this time. Yeah, I mean we're 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 still in a correction here. Uh, the third day of a rally attempt uh, for the for the Qs here. Also a third day of a rally attempt uh, for the Nasdaq Composite. So we did close nicely uh, off lows. That's uh, that's a good thing. Um, there were buyers came into the market uh, late when uh, Switzerland said it would uh, step in if needed to offer liquidity to uh, Credit Suisse, which uh, plunged below the two dollar uh, level uh, today, and um, you know really closed above $2, but you can see still down about 14% for the day. That fueled some uh, positive sentiment, but still a, a weak uh, session overall for a lot of uh, financial stocks. Uh, you know, we mentioned these uh, bond yields that are still uh, plunging as uh, this flight to safety trade uh, money flowing into, into bonds. And it's kind of interesting because money flowed into bonds today and we did get some buyers, uh, you know, lifting the market off, off, off low. So uh, that was a good thing to see. Now the 10 year note that we're looking at here, you can see it's really testing a key technical level here. Two days ago, it came down to its 200-day uh, moving average. Um, yields uh, surged yesterday, and then they they broke uh, again uh, today. So it's really kind of probing these uh, support levels here. And uh, if the yield can can find some support here and start heading higher, that could that could help uh, help the market. So we'll continue to take a look at uh, this chart and also uh, UUP, which I mentioned on uh, IBD Live this morning. Uh, the uh, dollar was uh, strong again, but you can see it gave back uh, some gains, still up one. 
1.7% UUP. But we'll have to see if this 200-day moving average continues to be a resistance level. And if it is, you know, some weakness in the dollar could uh, could provide uh, some some fuel for, for stocks here. But bottom line, we're still in a correction. Market still needs to prove itself more. Um, okay. But, you know, seeing some, uh, some decent uh, action in uh, some mm-hmm. individual stocks. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. And Ken, uh, about the 10-year yield, you know, it's so interesting how quickly the conversation has changed because it wasn't too long ago that we were saying uh, rising yields are hurting equities, but now we actually want them to come up a bit. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, so right right now the market is uh, is uh, is is pricing in some some rate cuts. Believe it or not, we were talking mm-hmm. about the Fed would would not pivot uh, this year, and you know rates would not start to fall until 2024. But that narrative has uh, completely uh, changed. We're actually expecting a rate cut at the at the June meeting, so maybe a quarter point hike. Uh, next week or, or maybe it's in um, in May, but uh, that, that pivot in June is looking like a, a sure thing. And there could be more than one uh, rate cut this year uh, because of this, uh, you know, the, the, the weakness in financial stocks and uh, potential contagion and, and fears that more shoes are going to uh, drop here. But uh, yeah, the market uh, was up strongly on Tuesday. We, we closed uh, nicely higher with nice percentage gains. And you can see that that bond yield was uh, surging. So market wants to at least feel a little more comfortable that we're not on the cusp of a relation uh, of, a, of a recession uh, the more bond yields uh, plunge it's just kind of a reminder that um, you know we, we could be in for some uh, economic turbulence all right let's take a look at some of the sector action today energy a really weak spot here with XLE down 5.3 percent we have USO which is a proxy for crude oil breaking down in a big way after establishing a trading range over quite a few months previously, breaking sharply down below that with USO down a 4.6% today to its lowest levels since Uh, early 2022 here. Yeah. And if you look at uh, zero COIL, just the the front end contract for, for crude oil, which was down 5.6% 5.6% uh, crude oil settled at just over $67 a barrel. You have to go back more than two years before uh, before you uh, see oil uh, trading at, uh, at at $67 a barrel. So uh, the the weakness in oil, again, just uh, demand fears, uh, you know, fears of a worldwide recession, slowdown in Europe, slowdown in the, in the U.S. Uh, that's going to curb uh, demand uh, for oil. And I have to say that even though we did close off lows today, there was a lot of damage in the market uh, you know, the steel group, uh, your steel producers down uh, almost uh, 10% uh, today, the group uh, as a whole. Um, you can see the the the, S, uh, the Vanek uh, steel ETF here had your several oil and gas related groups uh, down 7 to 8%, the coal group down 7%, airlines down 6.5%. So a lot of damage, um, you know, in the market here, but it was encouraging to see a close off lows, but uh, still want to just be cautious here and uh, uh, kind of let the let this volatility work work its way through and um, see if we can get some sort of confirmation of a new uptrend. Uh, it could it could take a while. Maybe uh, maybe not. We'll have to see. Yeah, notable damage there, no doubt. Two other quick ETFs we want to check in on here is the uh, Spider Materials ETF down three point two percent. SMH chips have been holding up better than most and uh, came off lows today. Uh, down 1.1% on the day, still holding up. 
pretty nicely there. And speaking of chip stocks, let's take a look at AMD, which broke out today. Uh, Two sessions ago, finding support at its moving averages, a day of outperformance on uh, yes in yesterday's session, up 6.6% and following up today with another 2.6% to break out. Yeah, when that ten-year yield was uh, was was surging and the Fed was hiking rates, uh, was just starting their their rate hike uh, cycle. Obviously, that fueled a lot of selling in the Nasdaq, and a lot of these uh, technology stocks really got taken to the uh, to the woodshed here. So this this lower uh, interest rate environment now is bringing a bid to some of these uh, large cap tech stocks. So uh, we have Nvidia in the leaderboard uh, model portfolio, but uh, you know AMD is still a a, a, a quality uh, company, and it's in a good uh, it's in a good technical. Uh, setup here. So does that mean you should buy it? Well, we typically don't like to buy stocks during a market correction. Right. Uh, however, we do like to pay attention to stocks that are bucking the trend and, and showing strength, attracting uh, buyers when, when sentiment is negative. So uh, AMD is uh, just a, a really good looking stock uh, uh, right here. And like, like you said, it topped, uh, topped a buy point uh, today. And um, you know, showing showing nice uh, relative strength, along with a lot of other uh, you know semiconductor stick, uh, stocks here. We're not really seeing violent sell signals in the chip uh, sector. Uh, Nvidia continues to be a very uh, very strong performer. So at least uh, you know uh, people that still want to slant bullish here can uh, hang their hat mm-hmm. on some uh, outperformance by the Nasdaq here. Yes, in a compelling outside week to the upside taking shape here for AMD. Let's also take a look at CRM. This is Salesforce in the enterprise software group. You can see a couple weeks ago, a strong move on earnings. And uh, after a down week last week, it's up 5.6% so far this week. So holding up pretty well, uh, all things considered, looking quite bullish while we're seeing a lot of other areas look quite destructive. Yeah, again, just kind of looking at, at stocks that have pretty good uh, fundamentals still, and you put Salesforce uh, in that group, you can see nice uh, annual earnings estimates, uh, you know, uh, profit uh, up uh, 36% in fiscal 24 and uh, up 25% in fiscal 25. So, uh Strong earnings report uh, was a catalyst for a, a nice move a couple of weeks ago. It declined the following week in uh, in light volume, and now it's just kind of you know retesting this buy area. So I would just take a look at the daily chart where we just were, and you can see the the gap up. You know, faced uh, faced some selling pressure when the market was uh, was rough, but Salesforce came right down to the 21 day exponential moving average, and uh, you know it, it, it extended gains on uh, on on Tuesday and and held in there uh, really well uh, today. So you know based on that uh, that recent uh, pivot, this one is still you know in a buy zone. That's that blue shaded area on the MarketSmith uh, chart. But again, you know, um, kind of hold off uh, until the market kind of sorts itself out. I mean, we could be down 500 points tomorrow. We could be up 500 points. Yeah. Need to see better uh, better clues for uh, you know direction here. But uh, Salesforce and other large cap tech uh, looking pretty good here. Well said, Ken. We'll round things out with a look at Duolingo. This is ticker D U O L. A nice move of its own on earnings with it up over 22% after the report. It's been able to extend its gains and has found support at this round number at 120. So if we take a look at a a weekly chart, we can see a stock that is turning around, but in a pretty big way, maybe a little extended here, Ken, but this is definitely a stock moving, not only moving in the right direction, but showing that relative strength as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. Let's just go back to the to, to the daily chart here. First of all, this is a company. Uh, they provide a a language learning platform. Uh, you can see the the the, the big breakout from that uh, nice uh, consolidation a couple of weeks ago uh, when the company reported that forty two percent increase in revenue. Here's an example of a stock that's got the good revenue growth. It, it's not profitable yet, uh, but it does have pretty good uh, fund sponsorship. So it does it does check uh, plenty of uh, boxes, and uh, you know. The fact that this stock is is holding on to the bulk of those gains uh, after the breakout, you know, we get some sideways movement here near this uh, 120 level. Great one for the uh, watch list. It's got a it's got a bullish relative strength line. Got pretty good fundamentals, good fund ownership, and uh, this stock, uh, you know, still could have leadership potential for sure. Mm -hmm. And it is a relatively recent IPO coming out in the summer of 2021. So we always uh, like to keep an eye on those. New new stocks too. And uh, as you mentioned, not profitable yet, but it looks like perhaps it's moving towards profitability with smaller losses projected in the coming fiscal years. So we'll have to see uh, what that profitability timeline looks like. Uh, maybe they'll give an update in their, their next quarterly report, but impressive top line growth already, no doubt. Yeah, and uh, again, it's 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 okay. I mean, typically we like to see that good earnings growth in recent quarters, uh, but we've seen in recent years several stocks, uh, a lot of uh, new issues in uh, in particular that uh, have that booming revenue growth. And the thing is, is they're just spending so much time on uh, uh, you know research and development, and they're just spending putting their uh, revenue back into the back into the business. And uh, that's what's happening here with uh, Duolingo and uh, and. Uh, you know, if you've got the, the good revenue growth and you've got that good uh, fund sponsorship, those are two big uh, things you want to look at uh, for a company that that's losing money. If the revenue growth is there and you're seeing uh, increasing fund ownership, that's uh, a pretty good sign. All right. Well, thank you for your insights, Ken. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. So please join us, Investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on our daily morning live stream. We'll give you updates on our take on current market conditions. Uh, things are really in flux right now, uh, but IBD is there to be that voice of reason for you with our experienced team giving their take on market conditions, how to handle portfolio exposure, stocks for the watch list, and so much more. So we'll see you in the morning, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close.